Welcome to the Start Me Up podcast, part of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. I'm Kimberly, fully vaccinated Johnson in D.C. Today, my returning guest is Greg Oliar. But before Greg and I start our conversation, I do try to keep these intros short. I have a tier on Patreon, though, that allows listeners to listen ad-free and with a much shorter intro. The Start Me Up podcast is an independent podcast supported by listeners and it's woman-run. It's patrons who keep this show going, and I'm so grateful. If you do enjoy today's show, take a look at the About page, check out some of my past guests. Most of the time I talk to political people. Sometimes I talk to actors because I used to be one, but just visit patreon.com slash start me up. I do two free shows a week on Mondays and Wednesdays, and they're followed up by the What's Up show, which is just me alone talking about whatever I feel like, kind of like an online diary. I also do one patrons only show with a guest once a month. Just check out the variety of tier options at patreon.com slash start me up. You can make a one-time donation by checking out the text in the Patreon description, I've included a link that makes it easy to donate through PayPal. You can find Start Me Up on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are found. Just stop by the iTunes app, Apple Podcast Store, become a subscriber, it's free. And while you're there, if you like the show, please rate it and leave a review. I would really appreciate it. Now, please enjoy my conversation with Greg Oliar. Welcome back to the show, Greg. Thanks for having me. Well, you know, you know, you're easy like Sunday morning. I make that joke, but I swear to God, it's true. Because first of all, I love that song. And second of all, um, you are just one of my easier, most fun guests. I know I tell you that every time, but I'm just going to tell you again. So thanks for being on the show again. <laughs> Should I be more ornery? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I be more... No, 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 no. Like, I like it. I like know, it. I like I said, it. <laughs> I didn't want any green M&Ms. <laughs> oh, my God. I know I only have you for about 45 minutes. So... Um, I want to just jump right in. You, God, you, you're such a prolific writer, and you have your new podcast, which you're going to tell everybody where to find you at the end. But I just need to start this conversation off by mentioning Marjorie Taylor Greene's cloven hoof feet. Have you, seen, have you seen her feet? You know, I was away this weekend, and by, by the grace of God, I have not been uh, privy to that or subject to it. Well, you should Google it. It's like she has four toes. On each foot, and I swear to God, those are the weirdest looking feet I've ever seen. And normally, I do not make fun of people's physical appearance, even though in my head I might make fun of them. I don't because I'm all about body image and junk. But I'm sorry, that woman is a fucking Nazi, and anything goes. And she's got the weirdest looking feet I've ever seen in my life. And you should totally Google them and see because it's so gross. It's so gross. But anyway, <laughs> okay, let's start off with some real news. So the DO- <laughs> the DOG is not going to prosecute prosecute Trump officials um, after IG referred findings of false testimony on census. So this is Merrick Garland. Uh, I'm a little disappointed in him. What do you, what's your take on all of this? You know, what we need in the Department of Justice is them to communicate with us. Mm -hmm. There's too much uncertainty in what their priorities are and what they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. I'm not quite ready to give up on him yet because I know that Bill Barr must have just gutted that place, right? right. Like, you go in there and, you know, what's happening? It's like I'm trying to think of an analogy. You bought this house and you walk into the house and you realize, oh, my God, we have to gut the entire house. There's black mold. Yeah. There's this and that. It, it, it's the equivalent of that. And of all the horrible people that Trump, you know, named to his cabinet to gave these cabinet positions, all of them pretty much with the, the mission to go destroy the department that you are overseeing. Bill Barr is the most sinister mm-hmm. one. 
And also he had the job before, so he would know exactly what to do yeah. and which buttons to push and which uh, to continue the house metaphor, you know, where to deploy the, the, the uh, to cut the beams and set the fires to make it and inflict maximum damage. Mm -hmm. So I get that Garland is going in there and he's got to fix stuff before he can really get started. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, the guy has to be talking to us. We just had yeah. this thing happen on January 6th, mm -hmm. which was the worst attack on American soil since Booth shot Lincoln. The greatest attack on our democracy, I should say, since Booth shot Lincoln. And, you know, an internal assault. Yeah. And the country is we're on a precipice right now mm -hmm. like that we're, we're not out of the woods yet lots of people like to pretend not you of course but lots right. of people like to pretend that everything's hunky-dory just because trump isn't the president anymore right this yeah stuff can, this stuff can go back in a hurry mm -hmm. we are still trending in the wrong direction mm -hmm. and merrick garland does not seem to appreciate that he has to tell people stuff like that that's yeah. part of the job right i don't know if it's because he was on the dc circuit for so long that he's in his little bubble the beltway bubble there or what but people need to know what's going on nobody's asking him to go in there and say hey the the plan is to is to uh prosecute these guys on these charges and then flip them to the i don't need to know like the right. equivalent of jurisprudential troop movements yeah but i do need to know what the priorities are mm -hmm. and Every time there's something with the administration, and I'm not a lawyer, so I don't understand exactly how this stuff works, but, you know, okay, they're going to defend Trump in the rape case. <laughs> right. Why would, you do, why would you do that? Like, I don't, you know, I, and maybe there's some geeky, like, egghead reason, but mm -hmm. it, it does not play well. The optics are terrible. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to do shit like that, we need to know why you yeah. go up there and tell us why. Why are you not prosecuting uh, Wilbur Ross for this? The guy, lied, you know, he lied under oath. Like mm -hmm. he lied. That is a, that is a, that's against the law yeah. for a cabinet secretary to do that. And Wilbur Ross is this Bank of Cyprus guy. He's connected to people that launder money. Like it's not like he's some upstanding citizen. <laughs> right. This guy's a crook. <laughs> like why are we protecting these people? So you know, yeah, I think he's done a lot of things or said a lot of things about voting rights, which is fantastic mm -hmm. and. Protecting the rights of people of color, again, fantastic, but it's it's not either or here. Yeah. He's got to do everything. And totally if he can't agree. do everything, he needs to get out of the way and have Biden put somebody there who I know. can't. Like Sally Yates. <laughs> or maybe I, maybe Lisa Monaco can do it. She's yeah. already there. You know, I, right, I don't know. Right, right. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the personnel is, but we don't have time no, for we this don't. crap. We don't. You know, I mean, I want to ask you something that I actually didn't write down in advance because I had been talking to my mother, who I often, I talk to every day, and she's very political. And she's, she's definitely, you know, disgusted with what's going on. This is prior to today's news about the DOJ not prosecuting. But, you know, she's, she said, well, I mean, because she's so disgusted and she's trying to figure out some kind of sense or whatever to any of this. And she understands, obviously, that Biden has so much on his plate. There's so much that he has to either fix or get done. And so her take on this is maybe uh, that, the, that the Democrats are just, right now, their main focus is, you know, getting people, like, for instance, that child tax credit, getting people money and showing Americans, no matter what your, you know, political ideology is, that the Democrats are helping, 
you know, they're giving you money. They're making sure that uh, the economy is good and, and stuff like that. Not to say that that's in place of doing what they need to do with the criminals from the Trump administration, but maybe that their main focus is really proving to Americans that they're the better party that's going to get them money, that's going to give them, you know, the opportunity to, 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 you know, to get that American dream. What's your, what do you think about that? I, I do think that's his priority. I think his top priority was vaccinations, mm-hmm. which he's achieved. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the country now who wants one pretty right. much has one. Yeah. can get one, right? It's only these morons who don't <laughs> want one. And and we all know them where, you know, there's mm-hmm. people in my family, there's people that, yep. that won't get them and I can't, you know, it, it's like banging your head against the wall. Yeah. And yes, Fox News and, and, and these other outlets have basically brainwashed a lot of these people into thinking that there's some sort of debate here. But, you know, um, Biden has done what he what he needed to do with that. Um, and then, yes, the economy, but not just the economy, focusing the economy on the middle class and not on the, the super rich, yeah. because yeah. since 1980, since Reagan took over, it's basically been an economy and a government that's for rich people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yes, there's, you know, so, some of the Democratic presidents have made a little headway, but the marginal tax, uh, top marginal tax rates are super low, mm-hmm. and they have been that entire time. Mm-hmm. We're, we've been unable to raise them. The um, income inequality gap has exploded. Um, wages are essentially have been flat for my entire working life. I was born in 1972, and I, um, graduated, you know, college, and I've been in the workforce since '95. It's the same amount of money, you know, across the board mm-hmm. that, that wages are since then. That's that's ridiculous when it, you know, inflation exists. So um, the reason why all that stuff is happening is because the policies of the government are designed and have been since Reagan to help super rich people, yeah, and not the middle class. They're designed to erode uh, the middle class to break unions, to make it, so you know, to move manufacturing away, to uh, create these situations where it's harder for the middle class to thrive and own homes and all this kind of stuff. So what Biden is trying to do, and I think very deliberately trying to do, is bring everything back to the middle class. Mm -hmm. You know, he's pro-union. He's pro-homeownership. He's pro-infrastructure. He's pro-American manufacturing. He's pro all of these things. Mm -hmm. And in order for us to survive... Um, as a country that is as a, as a true democracy and not as an oligarchy of some kind, it's essential that these things work. So it's not like they're not important. You know, they're very important. Yeah. And by the way, it's working. People are getting money. Yeah. They're getting, they got their vaccines. This infrastructure thing, I think ultimately will pass and that's going to be super popular. Mm-hmm. Biden's approval ratings are very high and they will continue to be high. Mm-hmm. People like the guy. He's, it's hard not to like him. Right? Yeah. He's kind of a likable guy, right? Yeah. So um, from that standpoint, it's fine. Now, there is supposed to be a firewall between the president and the DOJ anyway. Mm-hmm. The DOJ, the attorney general, true, is not yeah. supposed to go into Biden's office and be like, hey, yeah. who should we prosecute now? Should we go after <laughs> Trump's guys? That's not how this is ever supposed to work. Right. So this is the onus of this stuff is on Merrick Garland. Yeah. If they want to make it apolitical, it's very simple. Name a special prosecutor. Name Sally Yates, you mentioned. Great. Mm-hmm. Make her the special prosecutor for the Trump crimes. Or Glenn mm-hmm. Kirshner would mm-hmm. be fantastic. Yeah. And he would do it. He would say yes so fast it would make your head spin, yeah. right? And hit the ground running. Let's see. Let's put some resources towards that. 
and 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 put it aside put it so that it's in a place that it isn't overtly political that mm. it's absent from even the biden administration but it has mm. to happen yeah. we can't and have then. criminality of that kind of that size of that scope at, at those levels of government and have it go unpunished we just can't because the message is fuck it who cares mm -hmm. Why? Why are we? Why is anybody paying taxes if these assholes don't have to? Exactly. You know, there. Why is anybody going to jail if these criminals are not going to jail? Why do we even have jails? Mm -hmm. You know, and you can't have that cynicism in the system. It's 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 toxic. It's pervasive, and it will destroy the country. Period. Yeah. God, I hope they realize. I mean, the the thing that I, you know, I know there's corruption. I know it, there's greed, and there's corruption, and there's selfish behavior and all that stuff but it just seems to me that people like me were calling out a lot of this you know the trump trump and his crimes and things like that in 20 fucking 17 even in 2016 and it's like all these people on twitter who don't have law degrees who are not in government they get it yet the people who are running the country we're, we're, we're looking at them and their choices and then we're going what the fuck are you doing how come i can understand it and i'm not an expert of anything Except for the agenda of manicide, of course. But <laughs> outside of that, you know, I mean, I'm not a fucking expert. I'm, I, I don't ever pretend to be, but it, it's obvious to me and to obvious to you. I just don't understand. Is it simply corruption? I mean, do you just say it's corruption? No, because I think part of it is, I mean, look, the way that when they are make arguments about how presidents, for example, and people in high government shouldn't be prosecuted for crimes, mm -hmm. what they're really saying is they're indemnifying those people for decisions made that they assume are made because they're doing something in the collective interest for the collective good. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and, and also that they would not be doing if they were not in those roles. Yeah. So if Nixon and Kissinger decide to bomb Cambodia, they would not be doing that if they weren't, you know, the president and the national security advisor. Therefore, the, th the thinking goes, they should be indemnified for those war crimes because they're doing that because they thought doing that was in the best interest of the people of the United States. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and you say you can say the same thing about Bush, Cheney and Iraq. Yes. Yeah. You know, I don't agree with any of right. that stuff. And I know that, you know, I'm sure there were ulterior motives and all this kind of stuff. But were they trying to do that because they they were profiting off it or because ultimately they thought it was the best thing to do for the U.S. people? Right. I think in the case of W., I think he was – that's what he thought. He was wrong, but that's what he thought, mm -hmm. right? That's the argument, as I understand it, that people make when they say we can't go after a president. Mm -hmm. That is not what Trump was doing. When Jared Kushner goes right. to Saudi Arabia and sort of – stays up late with his BFF and the uh, bone saw over there and maybe actually, and maybe accidentally uh, spills some tea about which members of the Saudi Royal family are against him. And that leads to a purge. That's, and, and, and then the reward for that is for Kushner to get a loan from yeah. the Qataris. That's you know, That's not acting in the interest of the American people. No. That's straight up espionage, as I understand it. That's that's about as bad of, of something as you can do. Mm -hmm. That is taking your role in the United States government and your ability to make U.S. policy and trading it for money and favors. That's fucking treason. OK, yeah. so that that shit cannot stand the stuff like Manafort going in there and doing all this stuff to 
you know, pollute the, contaminate the election, whatever word you want to use. That's not stuff that benefits the, the, the American people. All the shit Trump is doing where he's, um, you know, sending the Secret Service to his hotels and, and then tripling the whatever he's doing mm-hmm. to, 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 to exploit his position of power to make as much money as he can is not there to benefit the United States people. Mm-hmm. So I, in my view, that's the difference. Like Trump has taken this nice thing and completely corrupted it and turned it on its ear. Yeah. And we can't excuse that. We have to make an exception of him so that it doesn't happen anymore. And I don't, under, I don't understand why these eggheads can't figure this out. I know. You know? I know. Uh, you know, <sighs> it, it's the emperor is naked. Okay. I, sometimes it's you know, with Trump being naked, you should be. It should be pretty obvious. But, <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh my God, it's just so fucking maddening. I just, I, you know, I'm trying as hard as I possibly can to stay emotionally, although it's impossible almost, but to stay emotionally detached because every day is like this crazy ass roller coaster, which you know, so many of us thought mistakenly that once Trump was out that I didn't think there would be smooth sailing. I didn't think that the Republicans were all of a sudden going to become the Republicans of yesteryear. It's not that I thought that, but I did think that with Biden coming in, it would be a little bit um, less crazy, but obviously it's gotten more crazy. And it's just, it's, it's so upsetting to see this stuff, you know, and I don't know how to emotionally detached from it because it's affecting our lives and like the thoughts that I have in my head are okay well today I can go for a walk and I can look at nature and I can make myself feel better and I can do a meditation and I can feel better but then what I think of is well what if Republicans win in 2022 and 2024 then what like what the fuck is going to happen to this country and these are the kinds of things that like are what you know it's like if I see something about Merrick Garland and not doing what we all know should be done that's you know those thoughts the the long term comes into mind and I feel I that's when I start emotionally attaching to to everything and it's just really um it's just upsetting I mean do, do you think that what do you think the chances are um, let's say by 2022, that we're going to see any kind of movement on, okay, there's two, pro- two parts to this question. Would there be any movement on, on some of these uh, Trump people who are criminals? And, and also, the other part of the question is, do you think that that would, I guess, uh, like get the base excited to, you know, vote for the Republicans as opposed to feeling ambivalent or let down by them. I think some of them might be feeling that. I don't know. Not that, not that I'm saying that we should be so concerned with what the base thinks, but I think, I think that if, he, if they're able to expand the base because the DOJ would be going after the Trump people and then maybe certain, like say, independents or something like that might say, hey, that's a partisan move. If that makes sense, I, yeah, no, I know what you mean. You're talking about the optics of it. Like, yeah. if, if if they go in and they hit some of these people, you know, how is it going to play among the, especially the MAGA people and yeah. the people in the middle? You know, can they be? Because right. it's not just about putting them in jail. It's also about um, winning the narrative war, which yes. we're pretty yes. much losing. 
And again, it comes down to the communication factor. Like Merrick Garland is also a terrible public speaker. He's awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I would, I, I think it's better to have, it would be better to have just an actor who looks like a good attorney general who can read lines well and improvise <laughs> yeah. and just out and just delegate everything else as the attorney general yeah. than a guy who's a good lawyer who can't talk. Right. Um, because this is about the narrative war, you know, mm -hmm. Trump, if, if Trump gets indicted and who knows if he ever will, um, we need to understand why the media needs to report on why. Mm -hmm. And maybe I've, I've long felt, you know, going back to, to, the, to 2016, that if people, normal people, regular Americans, realized what conflict of interests he has mm -hmm. and how much money he was effectively stealing from them, that they would turn on him and get pissed. Yeah. And, that, look, he's got his percentage of people in the cult that are never going to leave. Mm -hmm. We all understand that. And I don't care about them. That's like, you yeah, know, with right. McDonald's, they say, why doesn't McDonald's try to advertise to people who are vegans or people that yeah, don't exactly. eat Because yeah. they're never going <laughs> to eat them. So if they're right. not going to waste their time, right? So these MAGA people are hopeless. They're, mm -hmm. they're hopeless. Yes, they are. And, but there are lots and lots of people right in the middle who, quote unquote, don't like politics or who think that all politicians are corrupt or who, you know, well, is, aren't both sides to blame? But like people like that, right? Or people who just don't pay attention or mm -hmm. whatever. If the media can report a story accurately of, of Trump being indicted for something that involves basically him monetizing his position at the expense mm -hmm. of the American taxpayer, mm -hmm. that should make people mad. Yeah. Like the libertarians should be pissed exactly. off. That, exactly. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's what passes for policy wonk on the on the right these days. So, you know, how can you spin that? You really can't. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of it has to do with that. But on the other hand, you've got these people like Mike Flynn and Roger Stone and Steve Bannon. I don't understand. Like, find something to charge them with. Mm -hmm. What are we waiting for? Because these guys yeah. are just going to keep planning shit until it, t it works or they're dead. Or arrested, whatever. Do you, you know? think they'll they're, do? Any, do you think they'll do anything by the by the midterms? I think they're going to try until they're put away because that's that's what they do. Mm -hmm. Like they're they're not going to go quietly. No, I mean, they're, do you we, think DOJ will do something about the Trump criminals before the midterms? I don't know. Yeah, it, it depends on what they do, but. I will say this. The other thing we haven't talked about with DOJ is the insurrection, mm -hmm. because I, I think that that's one of the I, I think I read that the FBI said it's the largest investigation ever in wow. the history of the country. Yeah. And they have arrested a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And these people are starting to go to trial now, mm -hmm. you know, like this week, like somebody right now, as we're talking, is live tweeting some some trial. Right. OK. And my. I do think that they are going to try to move up the ladder. Hmm. And I know that there have been people that have said, oh, they're not going to arrest anybody that was, you know, that was one of the planners of this thing. That I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. Um, and in, in fact, I saw right before I, I got in my car to come on and talk to you, uh, Frank Fagluzzi, formerly the deputy director of the FBI for counterintelligence, did, did point out to somebody huh. saying, no, we we are investigating everything. Oh, good. Some you FBI know, so I I go by what he says because yeah. he's he's cynical about stuff, but he also has some sort of a, you know, obviously an understanding of how that place works. Yeah. So, you know, 
I, I think that maybe their thinking w- with regards Stone and Flynn and Bannon is that those guys are going to wind up getting busted in this in this mm. thing. You know, wow. that's and again, this is just me reading the tea leaves here. I have mm-hmm. no sourcing or inside <laughs> information. But look, this thing was planned. People planned it. And I think those three guys in particular were yes. part of that operation. Too, I may yeah. be wrong. But that's what I think I, I, I based agree. on the yeah. fact that they were fucking there planning it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so uh, and I think that when they have enough people to turn on them, that's when they'll go. Mm. Wow. Um, Interesting. OK. You know, and if sense. those three guys in particular mm-hmm. are down, um, I think that's going to really, you know, what's the expression? Cut the head off the snake. Because right. I think those three are the three most dangerous people in mm-hmm. terms of marshalling these forces of, of uh, anarchy and chaos and anti-American despotism mm-hmm. that, that, that's all over the country. I think if you, if you remove them, arrest them, detain them, indict them, imprison them, um, and they can't be pardoned for this because it happened yeah. after they got their pardons, cue, ha, 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 right? <laughs> um, I think that would go a long way. The other person I think who must be uh, indicted at some point is Giuliani. Definitely, I would be very yeah. surprised if Giuliani specifically did not get uh, indicted well, because it's true. just too, it's just, he's done too many things that are so clearly illegal. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he, he seems like somebody that, that the establishment is kind of ready to kick to the curb a little bit. So mm-hmm. um, I, I do, I do expect that. But in terms of the, the Trump family, in terms of Jared, I don't know. You know, I, I would like to think so, but yeah. I just I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I know you had a, a prominent guest on your podcast, I think, last week I, by the day of Noel Kassler. Yes. Friend, he said, uh, <laughs> you know, Trump is, is basically raped a famous woman mm-hmm. at, at, in, in a department store and then buckled up his pants and walked away because yeah. he knew he wouldn't get caught. Exactly. And, um, you know, when you have somebody with that mentality, it's, it's tough. And as you know, um, I've written about this on my site that I believe that Trump was a confidential informant, mm-hmm. a top echelon confidential informant for years for law enforcement. And that is why he has never gone to prison or been indicted for some of this stuff. So yeah. um, that whole system, you know, once you start uh, ripping the band-aids mm-hmm. off you see what's what's gone on that's going to be a problem too so maybe there's some reluctance there to to, to mess with things i don't know yeah hmm. i don't know well now i want to talk about that russian leak but first we need to take a quick break and we will be back after this message well do you ever catch yourself thinking when you're looking in the mirror Ugh. Ew. i wish those under eye bags would just go away You're not alone. Bags and puffiness under the eyes are a problem for millions of American men and women. Until now, introducing the new GenuCell Serum with plant stem cell technology from Chamonix. Susan from New Jersey wrote me, I've been using GenuCell for a couple of months. The puffiness around my eyes is gone. Even the crow's feet and small lines have disappeared and haven't come back. I love this product. I use it under my eyes, around my cheekbones, and on my eyelids. With its instant effects, Chamonix says you'll see results in the first 12 hours or your money back. I love it. I use the entire line of products. It is my 
favorite skincare I've ever used. Um, they guarantee it, though. Results in the first 12 hours or your money back. Order now. Get 50% off all Genucel packages for summer. Go to lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. That's love, G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Stephanie. Lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. I use it every single day. I get so many compliments. Check it out. Lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. Okay, we're back. So I know that you, let's see, I'm, I can't remember because I went through your news feed. Did you do a, um, did you write about the leak or did you talk about it on your podcast? And like, I your- did a, I did a quick thread about what happened was I went away. I went to my parents' house for like, two, like one night, like two days. And I said, I'm just going to sit by the pool and I'm not going to do anything. And every time that happens, <laughs> I try to do something, something big breaks. I was on vacation when the Mueller report came out. <laughs> You, get, you know, anyway. Wait, wait, wait. So, but you know what? The, during the insurrection, we were doing a podcast. <laughs> and, we, well, and, we did, yeah, and we didn't even know. Like, obviously, we were it, it wasn't really being reported yet. And it was I think it just started. Uh, they reported it just as soon as we finished up the podcast. So anyway, go on. Oh, God. OK, that's right. Yeah, I remember that. Yes, correct. So again. You know, and I said, oh, my God. OK, so I, re- I wake up to this story, which is in The Guardian. It's Luke Harding and two other journalists whose names I can't remember off the mm-hmm. tip of my tongue. They've acquired these documents that they believe are from the Kremlin, which suggest that there was a meeting in January of 2016 with Vladimir Putin and basically his cabinet. And the topic of that meeting was, okay, how do we install Trump, our assets, mm-hmm. and fuck with the, the election? So... Are the you know and and the article doesn't say these are absolutely documents. It, mm-hmm. They're very, they word everything carefully. They appear to be real. We've you know had this and that, whatever. Mm-hmm. The only response is from everybody you know all, all, all the smart ass Twitter people being like, mm-hmm. well you know they're uh, they're unverified. Uh, we don't know if they're verified. Mm-hmm. These documents are they verified? <laughs> that that word unverified. <laughs> You know, I think it should be taken out of the the, the English language and lexicon forever. <laughs> um, but the you know, it doesn't matter in a sense because what what like look, volume five of the of the Senate Intelligence mm-hmm. Committee's report on Russian interference in the 2016 U.S. election said right up front it it is the conclusion of the committee that the Russian government yeah the Russian government basically did what they did to try to influence the uh, election okay so and they and they, they list reasons why and it was also pretty clear that in that document that they wanted Trump and they did not want Hillary okay yeah. so that's what that's what our own bipartisan Senate mm-hmm. Intelligence Committee that the Russian government did this now if the Russian government was engaged in a multifaceted effort, which I think that's a direct quote, a multifaceted, aggressive multifaceted effort, I believe is the direct quote. If they were doing that, then they had a fucking meeting about it before they did it. You know, they're good at psyops. They have not yet mastered telepathy. Okay. (laughs) They weren't just reading each other's minds about it. They sat around a table and they figured out what, who's going to do what and all that kind of stuff. So, whether or not the documents are accurate, there absolutely was a meeting with right. Putin and his dudes at some point. Mm-hmm. So, in a sense, yes, of course this happens. Mm-hmm. And you know, then it's like, okay, why is this leaking now? Yeah, why is it leaking now? What if it's disinformation? 
Disinformation of what? We already right. fucking know this happened. Exactly. It would be disinformation if it was the opposite. Yeah. You know, or something. There's nothing in there that doesn't already track with what we don't already know. And by we, I mean the U.S. government as per the bipartisan Senate uh, Intelligence Committee. Yeah. You know, not just a bunch of people on Twitter. I'm talking about actual <laughs> people that did investigations, Republicans and Democrats both, who understood all this data and looked at stuff. For all we know, the document that Luke Harding got is the same document that the Volume 5 senators all mm, looked at. We don't know. Yeah. Right? They, something they had to have seen something to conclude mm -hmm. this so um in a sense the story is much ado about nothing mm -hmm. in a sense it's irritating that we finally got a nice story that goes our way and everybody has to shit on it <laughs> just report the fucking story guys come on don't don't give them the narrative for this just right. run with it have some faith in the system luke harding is not some Schmedrick that nobody's heard of. Yeah, this exactly. is a guy who's been a really <laughs> crack national security reporter with deep ties to to sources in Russia for like what two decades now. Mm -hmm. He's not going to release this thing on a whim, you right. know. He, he, he's, anyway. But what what is then like what what could be the reason? Like I think, and I'm not saying that I am agreeing with her. Yeah, 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 I understand. But Louise Mensch thought something. She said she thinks what it is is that oh god, I have to remember this now. I think it has to do with like sanctions on Russia and Russian getting pissed, Russia getting pissed or something. But basically she thinks it's Americans that leaked this. Um American intelligence. Uh what what it, what would be the reason for this particular leak? I mean, I, you know, when when it first came out I wasn't sure what to think. I thought exactly what you just said. I thought, well, first of all, this is absolutely true. We know this yeah. happened. And as you pointed out, the bipartisan Senate, uh, was it? Yeah, Senate said, it, this, is, this is what happened. So we're not in question as to if this happened. We know it did. But why the leak? And if this were going to be, you know, that like Kremlin doesn't leak shit. You don't leak shit if you work for the Kremlin. So what is the point of it? Is it, well, is it to get a, us all like talking like this and get us all going? La, 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 la. I don't know. I mean, it could be. I, I think that, yes, intelligence agencies have this, not just U.S. I mean, mm -hmm. I think right. European intelligence agencies yes. certainly had some some knowledge of this. Here's the analogy, by the way. It's like, OK, we know that the we know the, the woman was pregnant and that the bait because we saw that we saw her pregnant and we watched her give birth. OK. Mm -hmm. And we know who the father was. Mm -hmm. So don't be surprised when a, a, we see a tape of the of the parents having sex from nine months ago. You know what I mean? Like right. it's, none of this is a surprise. Right. OK. So um, I if I had to guess, I would say, you know, Russia's not a monolith. I from what I understand, numerous sources it, uh, there is that they are not thrilled with Putin now and they would hmm. like to put him out to pasture. Interesting. Um, I didn't know that. You know, he overplayed his hand. He fucked up a little bit. He, he, he you know, he pushed it too hard. And now they're, they're having problems. The, hmm. the sanctions are not enough, but they are working. Mm -hmm. They would like, if, if you think about it, if somebody new went in there, what would we do? We would reset. Maybe the new person would, blah, 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 blah. Right, that would right. be stupid as fucking shit. Yes. But that's exactly what we will do. So they know this because they understand the psychology better. So mm -hmm. Putin basically taking one for the team and resigning or retiring because of his health or whatever makes some logical sense if you want to just preserve their little uh, crime uh, syndicate over mm -hmm. there that they call a, a government, right? So 
one of the guys in the meeting was this guy Petrushkev, I think his name is Petrushev, something like that. Mm-hmm. He used to be, I think he's the head of the SVR, I want to say. Um, he was the uh, Russian ambassador to the UK for about a decade during the time when the Russian agents were over there killing people on great, you know, on British soil. Wow. So he's kind of a bad dude, mm-hmm. and um, it may be that he is responsible for the leak and that he thinks that this is going to help make Putin look bad. Um, It may be one of the intelligence services. I don't know. I don't know what the purpose is. Maybe stuff just comes out eventually. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. But um, it doesn't matter anyway because like none of the media here reported on it at all. So it may as well not have happened. (laughs) Well, they might. When did that story drop? It was on Thursday of Hmm. last week or, or probably yeah, Thursday, I believe, last week. Because hmm. sometimes when stuff comes out on the weekend and everybody's screaming at MSNBC and CNN for not reporting it, they they report it on Monday. So well, let's see. Yeah, let's see I don't if know. they report it on Monday. If it the, the, the MSNBC does not like to talk about the Russian tie stuff. They won't say Craig Unger's book title on the air. Really? It's weird stuff. Going, I don't know why, but it's clearly a thing. And uh, it may be some petty jealousy thing. It may not be completely nefarious, but it, it seems to be real. So... Hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't get it. I don't understand why there's any doubt now. We all know that mm-hmm. Trump is KGB ties going back totally. to, the, to the 80s, you know, or early 80s, if not late 70s. Like the guy is owned. Mm-hmm. He's owned. Mm-hmm. We know this. It's not a surprise. So. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah. Okay. So first of all, I want to ask you, because I've asked a lot of people about this, but I'm just curious, you know, Trump said pretty much that he's going to be running in 2024. And then I saw David Jolly talking about who is an ex-Republican yeah, saying that he thinks the nominee is going to be Ron DeSantis. And it's like, oh, my God, I get so fucking irritated with people on Twitter when I mention either when I say he's the smart Trump, they say he's not smart. And it's like, OK, but he's the smart Trump. It, there's a difference. Anyway, so, um, yeah, he's smarter than Trump. He, but he's very much like Trump. And I, I think it was Noel Kausler, but I'm not positive because I can't remember. Somebody pointing out that he mimics all of the, you know, Trump's affectations, the way he points his yeah, finger. It was Noel. Yeah. And with so, yep, yep. and you know, I mean, so this guy is watching Trump and he's taking from him the things that he knows that, you know, that work with the public, with the, with the base. And, you know, that I don't know how he plays as a GOP nominee. I don't know because clearly Trump has that crazy charisma. Uh, you know, I mean, the, you say what you want about him, but he's got like when the when the Fox polls come out, it's like 55 percent approval or support or whatever in favor of Trump. But then like DeSantis is maybe at 12 percent and then everybody else is at zero or one percent. So like what's your take on that? And what do you think? Like, let's just say. It's not for whatever reason, it's not going to be Trump. And then I still want to know if you think it's going to be Trump. But what if it's Ron DeSantis? How do you think he plays against, let's just say, uh, Biden? Well, it's really hard to know because so much stuff can happen between now and then. I know. I mean, but play my game. Play my game. (laughs) I mean, you know, the Delta variant might kill all the massless people (laughs) in the entire South and the entire country could be blue in four years. We don't know. That's so true. Um, you know, they are actively killing their own people, which doesn't seem like a, a long-term plan. I know. Me, but, um, DeSantis is scary. Mm-hmm. I think that he is, I think your your characterization of him as the smart Trump is correct and good. I think he's, you know, what did he go to Harvard Law School? Like, yeah. he's not an idiot. Yeah, exactly. He pretends to be an idiot because mm-hmm. he knows that 
it works. Stupid, yeah. People like stupid. They, they get intimidated by intelligence. Mm-hmm. So he has to dumb down. Like, remember when he put the mask on wrong? Like, yeah. he doesn't put the mask on. Yeah. Put your mask on, Ron DeSantis. And um, what was I going to say? Yeah. So he's dangerous. I'm kind of hoping that something comes out with him with all the yeah. uh, Matt Gates stuff. Right. If and right, when right. that. that and I think that's another thing. That's that's going to happen at some point. Let's hope that Ron DeSantis gets, you know, tagged in that mm-hmm, somehow, mm-hmm. Um, or something else happens. I mean, Florida is a a cesspool of uh, bad decisions in terms of public health and everything else. So, you know, something very well could happen that that would reflect on him badly. Yeah, and make him less likely to be the nominee. Um, you know, if maybe they'll run. The one uh, Christy Nome from South Dakota, oh, you know, she's yeah. a woman. They could do the whole first woman president thing. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also evil mm-hmm. and just does whatever to, to get power. Um, you know, there, there's other options that they have. Trump is what is he? 74 years old mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. He's going to be 78 in four years. Mm-hmm. He had a really bad case of COVID that you know that has long-term effects yeah he is morbidly obese Mm -hmm. um he eats shitty food and he's a drug addict so i don't know if his health is going to hold up like at some point um you know uh the actuarial tables suggest that maybe he's not going to be maybe the best candidate for this i mean i have not watched any of this these uh rallies yeah me neither doing but i've seen little clips clips, here and there And he doesn't look well. No, I he think doesn't. Nancy Pelosi characterizing him as a Florida retiree. Is, is <laughs> but you know what you image know. comes to my mind is at the end of Scarface when um, when Tony Montana is like riddled with bullets and he's going, I'm still standing up. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's that's how I kind of see Trump. It's like all this shit. He's getting hit and hit and hit with everything. And he's like, I'm still standing. Um well, I just want to briefly go over that Delta variant thing because, um, okay, I'm just going to tell you what I think and then you can tell me what you think. And it's not necessarily about Trump, but yeah, I mean, for all these Republicans who are saying not to get vaccinated are all vaccinated. But we, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I, I'm thinking that, like, just like you, I, well, I have a relative that did get vaccinated but said they're not getting the booster shot because and this was her words she said the doctor that gave her the shot what what doctors are giving shots i I don't and i think she got the shot like back in march or april i don't i think you had to go to cvs and shit and wall you know uh, uh, was it not walmart walgreens walgreens and those kinds of places to get the shot so basically you're getting them from pharmacists but regardless she said that the doctor who gave her the shot uh told her there's no need for boosters because the uh the vaccine companies just want money and that's all that that's all that that's about so she's not going to get a booster shot and i'm and she's a maga and so i'm wondering about this variant and i'm thinking that what we're going to see because it's five to ten second transmission as opposed to 15 minute with with the original COVID 19 and then um there's this huge you know obviously these red states are not getting vaccinated and uh, there's going to there's gonna be deaths and then there's of course there's going to be a number of people who get the delta variant and they're it's just like with covid they're going to get it because they say it's not more deadly it's just more contagious at least that's what i've heard right. so far so you know it's very likely that a, a lot of these people will catch it and then they'll get over it and 
what, and they may not even see long-term effects pop up for several years. So in their minds, it's just like getting the flu. It's just like getting a really bad cold or something like that. But like, do you, I think though, that because of the fact that, you know, uh, Fox and Facebook and all this dis- disinformation is out there to persuade people not to get vaccinated. I do think we're going to see a huge amount of sickness and death and we're going to see higher numbers and by Christmas time it's going to be out of control. That's my guess. Like we're going to be up to really big numbers. Maybe we're going to see more mask mandates at, you know after cities and 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 States have said, you know, go ahead and take off your masks now. I think we're going to see more. I mean, I think that's the direction we're going. I think it's going to get worse, and perhaps we're going to see other mutations. What do you? I think? mean, I don't know. I don't know enough about it, but it, it it stands to reason that if people refuse to get vaccinated, this variant is there. Mm-hmm. They're all going to get sick eventually. And the thing that sucks is that you know the kids kids under twelve can't get the I know. vaccine. That's the thing. So there's going to be a lot of kids that get this mm-hmm. shit through no fault of their own, mm-hmm. and you know, you think, okay, well, how many kids have to die yeah. of COVID-19 before we start taking this seriously? And the answer is all of them, because mm-hmm. how many kids have to die by, by um, you know, school shootings before we take right. it seriously? And, you know, they, they, obviously they, they just don't care. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and, and it goes with this too. They just don't care. Yeah. It's too, the, the idea of getting a vaccine to help somebody else is it's too much yeah. requires critical thinking mm-hmm. skills that these people lack mm-hmm. they can't see it through not through their own lens mm-hmm. you know i know somebody who i have been trying to convince to get vaccinated and he said well i'll just you know i'll take my chances mm-hmm. not a, not realizing or not caring that it's not just about fucking him mm-hmm. it's right. about all these people that he might come in contact with yeah. if he gets it he could give it to a child mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, it, it's really gnarly stuff. And it you is. have to have, um, you know, at a government level, at mm-hmm. a top level, you have to have people coming together to kind of say these things. Mm-hmm. And as long as you have the Trump MAGA people poo-pooing it and you have people like Tucker Carlson on TV uh, talking about it the way that they have been, nothing's going to change. You know, I don't think it's going to kill enough people or mm-hmm. be deadly enough, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, to make people think twice, which is good, I guess. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, it's a right. lose lose. Like right, it's right. just awful. There's no good way to look at it. It just saps my 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 belief in in, in some sort of common uh, common good that people can cooperate and, and and get through things because it requires intense mm-hmm. trust and cooperation, and these people seem not to be able to do that. Well, Which is, makes yeah, me sad. it makes me sad, too. And I mean, over in France, obviously, they uh, said if you want to go to a restaurant or bar, and I guess there's a number of places, um, you know, you have to be vaccinated. And they got three million signups in two days. I think we should do that here. I don't know if we will, because, oh, my God, that unfortunately, in my opinion, we cater to the fucking morons. I don't know. It's like Wall Street Journal came out with an article over the weekend said that, oh, people who feel pushed uh, to get the vaccine or, or shamed or whatever they w- word they used um, aren't going to get it. And it's like, well, you know what? The same respect it. That's what if they feel disrespected and it's like, well, you could say the fucking same thing about mobsters. 
If they yeah. feel disrespected, they're not going to do something you want them to do. But it's like, why are we catering to those people? Why are we catering to the people who are putting everybody at fucking risk? It's just so maddening. And I mean, I just saw my niece. She's seven years old. She just turned seven in July. And I think I've told you about her. She was losing her hair. Um, fortunately, it's growing back. I'm so grateful. She's had such an, a tough yeah. year. There's been so many issues that she's had to deal with outside of COVID um, to stress that little seven-year-old girl out. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it was a little weird because, you know, it was my birthday on Saturday. My dad's was on Friday. My boyfriend, thank you. My Bob, uh, my Bob, <laughs> my Bob, uh, his birthday was the 12th. And my, my sister's boyfriend is the twelfth. all these fucking July birthdays. So we all got together on Saturday and, you know, my niece was there and she's seven and she hasn't been vaccinated. And I feel like, of course, I mean, I would never say that I'm not, I'm like, if you're an adult and you can go get vaccinated or even if you're a teenager and you're not vaccinated, I don't want to hang out. I want to hang out only with vaccinated people with the exception of children who can't. And as long as their parents are vaccinated and taking precautions, uh, you know, I will spend time with family members, with children who aren't vaccinated. But it's like, I, I just, I, I feel for her and it scares me because I feel like even though she is like, her parents are vaccinated and I know she goes to a summer camp and she's wearing masks and everything, but it's like, it's, it's frightening. And I feel like, oh my God, I just, I'm so afraid either to get it from her or that she's going to get it at all. If I get it, I've got Moderna and I should be okay. But it's like, you know, she's seven and I just, I don't know, you know, I, I hope they can get those kids vaccinated soon because it's all very scary. I do think, though, unless the United States does some kind of um, mandate, I think we are going to see a, a, a spike in in sickness and perhaps, you know, more variants out there that are not protected by the uh, vaccine. So there's that. Woohoo. But that, yeah. so I guess that's going to be the fun thing that we're ending on. <laughs> It doesn't seem festive <laughs> to me. I don't even know what they can, you know, the state by state rules. I don't yeah. know, man. I, I just, I pray that at least, you know, the summer, more people are outside. Yeah. Maybe Trump will be right in one day, just like a miracle. It's just a miracle. Gone. It's just yeah. going to be a miracle. Well, um, <laughs> I know you got to go, Greg, but I want to say thank you for coming on the show. And of course, before you leave, tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me on the Twitter at Greg Oliar, G-R-E-G-O-L-E-A-R. I have a substack called Prevail. If you Google my name and substack, up it will pop. And I have a podcast called Prevail with Greg Oliar, um, which is available wherever you get your podcasts, <laughs> which is, you know, I get, you know, it's not a story. You just yes. look in your phone. Yeah. Well, or and your laptop or whatever. So. <laughs> and congratulations. I saw you posted that you've gotten over 100,000 downloads. And it's not surprising, but congratulations. So, um, and then of course you can find me on the Twitter at author Kimberly, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-Y. Don't forget that extra E. And then of course all my books are on Amazon and both of us have books out. We both have podcasts. That means we need and we like good reviews. Hint, hint, wink, wink. So thank you again, Greg. You are super awesome. And you know, I'll be talking to you soon. All right. Thanks so much for having me. Always a pleasure. Yes. Take care. Bye-bye.